Pack your bags, it's time to visit Las Vegas, America's capital for fun and entertainment. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hello again and welcome to Vegas Never Sleeps. I'm Stephen Maggi. Today's show features interviews combining an eclectic mix of groundbreakers working in one case behind the scenes and in the other out front. Now up first, you'll meet one of America's most successful mayors who turned a dying city into one of the great tales of what innovative government could achieve. Later in the show, you'll learn the story of one of those Only in Vegas events, which combines punk rock music and bowling. Also on the show, our Vegas insider, Scott Robin, will discuss the rise of DJs on the Vegas scene. And Steve Cutler of the Casino Legends Hall of Fame will talk about some famous gamblers. This show talks a lot about Las Vegas and a lot of the things to see and do and so forth, including some of the surrounding areas. Now, for you who have come down to Vegas for many, many years, you always heard about North Las Vegas. We'll stay out of North Las Vegas. It was a desperate area. In fact, it looked like it wasn't even going to exist at a certain point. They were in so much trouble. But we have on the mayor of North Las Vegas, John Lee, who was selected as American City and County's 2016 Municipal Leader of the Year and for good call. Uh, Mayor Lee, thank you for being on the show. And i got to ask you, as a businessman and a guy who's been involved in politics before this, this had to be frustrating for you. Was it just something where you thought, I can bring all these talents from outside and maybe make some changes? Yes and no, but the first thing was I'd served in the state legislature for 14 years, and I was pretty much done with public service. I need to go back to my businesses. And I'd grown up in North Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, you can imagine, Steve, if all of a sudden your Boy Scout troop, your church, your high school, whatever meant a lot to you and, and dear to you in your young life was suffering, you would want to help it. And so I, as I talked to my wife about this, I said, honey, we're probably the best that could, could make this happen make a change, and actually protect our region from this economic downfall that could happen if North Las Vegas uh, loses its charter. And so uh, I'm sort of a bankruptcy, you know. So I I jumped in here, and uh, I kind of put together a little vision before I won in the primary, and I had time to work on a solution. And when I got here, it was just a matter of implementation. But I had to learn, you know, how deep the city was in debt. And uh, once we got our bearings, you know, running a company with cash flow is easy, Running one to get it out of debt is a little bit harder, but I had done both before. So I, I think with my experience, I was able to, and I have done a great job here. Well, there's no question about it. And in fact, people don't realize, but back in 2013, which wasn't that long ago, again, tell us how bad the situation was because a huge budget deficit. And they were actually talking about, you know, Greater Las Vegas and Clark County coming over and just taking it over, weren't they? No, oh, you're exactly right. They had actually kind of drawn a mutual line through the center of town that one entity, uh, local government entity, would take one half and the other would take the other half. The only problem with that was they would have had to take the debt and figure out how to handle all the debt. And, and at that time, and I know you remember and your listeners remember, the recession was horrible, and taking on more debt would have just started a domino effect to put this whole region out of business. So based upon that, it became incumbent upon me to figure out who I could surround myself with here and start trying to work with the unions, work with, uh, you know, the, the, the local governments. And, and, and I had a lot of support and a lot of help. One thing that was interesting to me, Steve, is the best day North Las Vegas ever had. It was one of the fastest-growing cities in the nation. 
And by the time I got here, its bond rating had dropped 15 levels, like to just a junk, junk. And the day we got it to junk, junk stable, we were excited. We were starting to move in the right direction. So that 156 million upside down is now down to about 22 million. I'm still going to need another couple years to get this city uh, where I want it to be financially. But we're balanced every year. We're making. We've never missed a bond payment. We've never missed a payroll. We negotiated all our insurances and everything down. We've hired intelligent people. Um, we've got a great business we're running over here. It's really an exciting story. And before we even talk about how you started from rock bottom, I want to ask you, people that watch pro sports and so forth always know about when these great coaches come in and they inherit a miserable situation. I mean, you think of some team that, you know, 1-15, in 15, that kind of thing. Was there a certain excitement for you in the sense that, okay, this is going to be a really difficult thing, but at the same time, because we're, you know, fourth down and, and you know, and long, I can really be creative. Was that kind of the, cause as I look at your story, and we'll get into the specifics, it really was a question of being creative and thinking differently than the typical public municipality does. Yeah. Well, interestingly, there were some tough times here, and I, and I, get, I get it. People lose their jobs. It's sad. Uh, in the first year and a half here, all of the directors had either resigned, been asked to move on, um, maybe were asked to leave. The uh, fire chief, the police chief, the city manager, the city attorney, and the HR department, all those changed. And we were able to significantly bring in different people and different um, thought processes, thought processes, because you really can't get out of a situation, a bad situation, with the same intellect that puts you into that situation. So we had to have people come here and take a fresh look at what we were doing. You know, Steve, I'll tell you this. Sometimes I'm called a visionary, but a visionary is someone who sees the invisible. I know for a fact that this city had all the potential in the world. 50% of it wasn't even built out yet. You know, we'll, we'll always have the Strip and Fremont Street, but North Las Vegas could be the breadbasket for diversification for, for this whole region here. I saw nothing but potential, and if I could have bought the city, I would have actually bought the city and turned it into a business and been one of the most successful companies, I think, in America in about five years. This is a, this city is a treat to, to run now. Well, yeah, I love all this, like, diversification and so forth, and it's just seeing it differently. You obviously weren't going to put up a bunch of casinos and hotels because there's plenty of those around. It would take forever. But let's talk about, I mean, one of the things you did, which I think is important, is you didn't come in and go, all right, how am I going to get money, more money out of these people and so forth? The idea is the only way it's going to work is, is to make uh, the economy come back up, right, and with all the good things that yeah. come with that. Well, that's exactly right. And, and at this point in time, the residents of North Las Vegas do not deserve a tax increase for anything at all that's happening here. They were doing their job. They were paying their taxes. A social contract said that the city, therefore, should give them the services based upon the taxes they're giving them. They just, it just wasn't happening. So we opened up all the pools. We opened the park. We had the senior centers, everything, the libraries. Everything is running full bore here right now. But what, we, what I was able to do is locate the assets in the community and try exploiting them and, and recognizing them to other industry leaders throughout this region. Now, if we would have taken a business that was in one of our local communities, Henderson or Las Vegas, and transferred them over here and said, we've got a better deal, land's cheaper, that would have had no positive effect on, on Southern Nevada. So the goal was, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to start locating people outside of this region to come in to bring their money in, to bring their jobs in, to bring their intellect in, to help us then grow the economy of the whole region. Therefore, 
that will attract more people who say, well, what's happening over there? And that's that coaching example that you gave. If you can, if you can be the visionary coach that recognizes the top positions and then you start letting people know who your players are, you'll be surprised how many other players want to play on the team with those kind of athletes. Yeah, and I also find very interesting the fact that, and I remember that, uh, that recession was horrible. I, you know, I was living in California at the time, and I remember, you know, it's just some cities in the middle part of the state that, you know, they couldn't exist. You could just see this disaster. What you did was you went to places like Detroit and so forth that were going through bankruptcy proceedings and finding that out. Is that kind of finding out, like, well, what are the worst situations? And also, how do we avoid this? Let me, let me give you, that's interesting you brought that up. I wouldn't have, but since you brought it up, I, uh, sitting here, I, I was considering my first week here, if I take the worst situation, how will that affect the city of Las Vegas, the city of Henderson, city of Boulder City, city of Mesquite? So I called Detroit up, uh, the mayor's office there, and I said, is there a town next to you that has about 250,000 people? And I want to know what effect your bankruptcy on Detroit is having upon that community. They, the person I talked to there said, Mary, you're asking the wrong question. You need to ask, how did Detroit's bankruptcy affect the three states around us in southern Canada? Wow. It was that huge of a financial boom, sonic boom, you know. Recognizing that, I knew what happens in Vegas days in Vegas would be dead for the next 20 years. You know, I would just right. destroy this, the, the marketing, the brand, and everything we've done here. Then I called California, some of my friends in the state senate there, and I go, Hey, listen, I understand Stockton, Vallejo, San Bernardino County, those guys are considering not making their bond payments. What effect is that having on California? Because I was like, well, maybe they've figured out something that I can, I can use. But, you know, your bonds are paid by the good faith and taxing credit of the residents of the city. You're forced to pay your bond payments first before anybody else. In just a moment, John Lee, mayor of North Las Vegas, who was named American City and County Magazine's 2016 Municipal Leader of the Year, will be back with more. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. World-class hotels, dining, gaming, special events, and more. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach, am I a career coach, am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you can also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Waste management has earth-friendly plans that fit the biggest corporations. 
and recycling programs to help smaller companies get started. We're there for you every night and on the job with you every day. When you put waste management to work, you get an environmental partner and big ideas for every size business. From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green, think waste management. To learn more, visit WM.com. Forgotten Heroes, the independent film that Hollywood refused to distribute. They were asked to risk their lives in order to save their enemy. The producers of Forgotten Heroes are donating 25% of all sales to the American Veterans Disabled for Life Memorial Fund. We need someone to go in there and bring them out. From first-time director Jack Marino, the home run for America's Vietnam veteran. They are Forgotten Heroes. Buy the DVD now at ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. That's ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. Dear Daddy, dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. I'm proud to call you my father. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of our fallen military. Heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Orlando. Did you know that more than 8,500 children have lost a parent in military service since 9-11? Our soldiers died fighting for our freedom, and their children, they continue to suffer the loss. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit charity that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. Their year-long efforts culminate in a special week of fun, friendship, and hope. We can never fully express the gratitude for the ultimate sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Please, you join me? Donate now at snowballexpress.org. It's our last errand today, Jimmy. Just need to pick up some light bulbs. Whoa, there's so many. Did Grandma tell you which ones to buy? No, but check out the label on this package. It'll help us find the right bulbs. Does it really matter? Well, sure. The new light bulbs use a lot less energy, so we save money on our electric bill by using an energy-saving incandescent, CFL, or LED. How about this bulb? Well, let's see. We need to replace the 60-watt bulbs in our bedside lamps. That one is 800 lumens, so it should do the trick. I've never heard of lumens. Lumens tell us how bright the light is. The more lumens, the brighter the bulb. You know, Grandpa, you're a pretty bright guy. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty smart yourself, Jimmy. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. And now, more Vegas Never Sleeps. Here's Stephen Maggi once again. We are back with the mayor of North Las Vegas, John Lee. John was just telling us the story of his trying to figure out what to do with all the financial trouble that he had inherited. Now, John, you say when you went to the other cities in Central California that had defaulted on their bonds, their advice was, don't do it. And they basically told me, Steve, that if you don't pay your bond payments, you're going to have the same effect that we've had here. If you're a, a very strong city, but you want to have a, a new sewer department or a new, a, a new sewer system or new water system or something, if, if in California they decide that bond payments aren't the primary first pay, you will have no bonding in your state again. And that's what happened in California. The bond companies completely shut down giving bonds in California. 
until they realized what had happened, what would happen if that if they didn't make those payments. And we then would have shut down our state bond bank and everything else probably by trying to even uh, offer that as a success for North Las Vegas. So we could have killed the whole state here with that stupid uh, thought that I had. Well, so what I think is really impressive is you come in, and obviously the first thing is just to try to, you know, start, just put out the fires as you can. But you know you needed that big thing, and, and you got it, the Apex Industrial Park. Tell us about that and really how that changed the, the whole dynamic of where the city was headed. Yeah, well, that's, that, that piece of property is 18,000 acres just outside of the rim of our valley. Uh, years ago, Steve, they had a company here called Pepcon, and it was a, a chemical company that had grown in the town during the uh, Second World War, and it had driven people to Henderson to work there, and then a community started around it, and pretty much this factory was right in the middle of the city. One day they had a huge explosion there. I mean, it just for miles blew out windows and this, the county and everybody in the state said, we have got to get these dangerous businesses out of the, you know, the, the, the inner city, the city parts where we're at. So they, found, they got this property out here from the federal government, and it just sat there because it didn't have water and it didn't have power. They were always hoping that, that private industry would bring that out there, but once again, the water district, they won't run water out to a, a, a section of desert hoping somebody would show up someday, so therefore utilities never got out there. Businesses never went out there and worked because they had no power to start, you know, doing their production or their manufacturing, so it was the chicken and the egg, you know. I mean, right. What's no going to come no first? Business, no business, no power. So it's killed us. But because of finding Faraday and because of some, some special loopholes in a, the tax package, uh, pardon me, the incentive package that Tesla got up in Reno, I was able to maneuver that, make that work for Southern Nevada. The governor and everybody got on board, called special session, and we are now utilizing that same bill that's been crafted for us to be successful in this region again. Well, and it's a win-win for not only North Las Vegas, but for the state of Nevada. It's just a natural. So it just, was that something when you saw that happen and you go, hey, why not here? Oh, you, yeah. let me tell you a No one thought that that, that that bill would be used anywhere else in the state because of the huge amount of responsibility it took to produce that kind of um, money to hit those billion-dollar barriers, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. When I right. saw that, I knew Heavenly Father was answering my prayers. And so we attacked that. We were told probably, no, you can't do that. You don't qualify. No is not an answer. I understand. I'd worked in the legislature for a long time. I knew we had some home rule there and we could do this thing. And eventually, everybody else got on board. We brought in a wonderful company called Faraday, which is going to be very successful in this region. And uh, they became our anchor. They have been given the abatements and the, uh, the, the attractive uh, tax packages to get going. They will be the magnet that will attract industry to the sound like we've never had before. Yeah, what, uh, I, I read uh, once this plant's built 4,500 new jobs, so that's incredible. That is. And uh, they're out there moving dirt right now. Great things are happening right now. They're coming out here to the CES show in January, January 3rd. They're unveiling their new car. From what I understand, there's... 10 cars right now traveling somewhere in California, and they're doing crash tests. So uh, we're, we're, we're excited. We're, we're very excited. And what is, are you expecting at the end of uh, 2017, uh, maybe beginning of 2018? Is that when you expect it to open up? 
Yeah, they've actually set their own time frames uh, based upon what they're going to be able to accomplish. They've had to retool from, from hiring the first employee. And, you know, Steve, any it, it's like in construction. Any business that is built, or any building, let me say, is built, is built three times, first in the mind of someone, then on paper, and then finally the building materials are brought at the job site and the building is built. So there's a certain period of time it takes to, to get everything going, to get the, the thinking, the permits, the money, the, you know, all the things it takes, but they're on track, and I'm excited for them. And you mentioned before diversity, and this is a great thing because now with that big first success, other people want to get in, and it really is an opportunity to not tie yourself to strictly to one industry but to a, the whole like, technology world. You know, that's a, well, let me, let me let you know the Fortune 500 companies are now locating here just because of the location we are between L.A., Phoenix, um, Salt Lake, uh, Denver, you know, we, we're moving huge, huge companies here now that are wanting to be here close to California and companies in California that want to get a little bit farther away from California. So that is really happening. But the exciting thing is you mentioned the um, technology. Uh, Hyperloop is, uh, is here, and they're testing right now how to move product through a – to take like a, a, a cylinder, take the oxygen out of it, put a, a module, a person, or a, a, a piece of uh, equipment that maybe one of those big sea containers that comes out of ships, that you could go from Las Vegas to Los Angeles in 35 minutes on this Hyperloop system. This will be the future of how transportation is done uh, in, in, in this world in the next little while. We've also got a company called Bigelow uh, Space, that just put up a, a dirigible up out of the well, – it's not a complete dirigible. It's an addition to the space station up in uh, up in heaven right now, up in, uh, above the earth. Yeah. And we've got uh, the, the test site and the National Nuclear Security Team here that has a big organization with Lawrence Livermore. We've got a lot of intelligence that is assimilating here in this valley right now. And uh, I think, you know, you look at um, – Silicon Valley, they, every time they get 29 new people, they have one building or pardon, one residential unit for that person. You've got to travel two, two and a half hours to get to work at Silicon Valley now. Livermore, California, two-bedroom yeah. bath, two-bedroom, one-bath house, 800000 That doesn't work. It, you have to be able to have people that can afford to live in the area where the design is happening. We're hopefully a lot of that will come to southern Nevada now, especially in North Las Vegas. And that's really the reason you know, we talked about your award from American City and County. What What is really interesting, people have to understand, it wasn't an award necessarily for saving the city. Although that, you can't do anything until then. It's really what you've got planned for the future. I mean, these things are incredible. And this is the kind of leadership that we really need at the municipal level, really, and at, at all levels of government. Are you always looking at like maybe five years, 10 years, 20 years down well, the line? Well, that, 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 that's a good question. Sometimes I tell people I'm probably the worst mayor you've ever had. Um, I don't worry about street lights being out at night, and I don't worry about potholes, and I don't have to worry about barking dogs. We have a wonderful city manager and directors that handle all that stuff. Back with more from John Lee, mayor of North Las Vegas and the winner of American City and County Magazine's 2016 Municipal Leader of the Year in just a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. 
Is there something you've always wanted to know about Las Vegas? Drop us a line at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You'd never suspect that you could find natural beauty as part of a working landfill. You can. Today, waste management landfills provide more than 17,000 acres of protected land for wildlife habitats. Working closely with communities and the Wildlife Habitat Council, we can ensure there will be protected space for native animal and plant life to thrive. From everyday collection to environmental protection. Think green. Think waste management. You hear that? That's the sound of healthy, safe water from the tap. And that safe water is available nearly everywhere in America. Thanks in large part to the Safe Drinking Water Act, which turns 40 this year. Happy birthday, Safe Drinking Water Act. Together, let's keep our water safe for the next 40 years and beyond. To learn about how to protect your water, visit drinktap.org. This message brought to you by the American Water Works Association and United Water. Hello? Lisa, it's Janet. What's wrong? Oh, it's just the bridesmaids' dresses for Lindsay's wedding. Oh, no, tell me they're not fuchsia. Oh, they're not fuchsia. Then what? Oh, they're gaudy, aren't they? All ruffles and lace. <laughs> Great. We'll look like a chorus line. No, no, no. They're really quite simple. It's the material I'm most concerned about. Oh, I knew it. I specifically said no chiffon. I mean, it's so passe. I just don't it's think... It's not chiffon. Then what? They're made out of old yellow pages. What? I didn't catch that. It sounded like you said they're made out of old yellow pages. Yep. I'm afraid you heard right. It's got something to do with recycling and good karma on her wedding day. Oh, that's special. I'm not going to know whether a guy's checking me out or just looking for the number of a good mechanic. Funny. Very funny. There's a better way to recycle your outdated Dex phone books. Find out just how easy we've made it in your neighborhood. Call 1-877-2-GET-DEX or log on to DexNose.com. Dear Daddy. Dear Mom. I love you. I miss you. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of fallen soldiers. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Orlando. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. We can never repay the sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Donate now at SnowballExpress.org. My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Parents, encourage your kids to strap on a helmet every time they jump on a bike, scooter, or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life. A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. I had a sore in my mouth that just wouldn't go away. And after a couple of weeks, I went to my doctor. A sore, lump, or thick patch in your mouth or throat could be a symptom of oral cancer. My doctor told me I was smart to come in. He said that oral cancer is more common in African-American men than in any other group in the U.S. It turns out I did have oral cancer. But it was caught early, and my treatment was successful. I'm glad I got it checked. That probably saved my life. If you're an African-American man, you need to know about oral cancer. Visit a doctor or dentist if you see changes in your mouth that don't go away after two weeks. It's important to get an oral cancer exam because if you do have cancer, the earlier it's caught, the better. 
A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. We return to Vegas Never Sleeps. Here's Stephen Maggi. Thank you, Dave. We're back chatting with John Lee. He's the mayor of North Las Vegas, winner of America City and County Magazine's 2016 Municipal Leader of the Year Award. And we were just talking about some exciting things. John, I think one of the things you're most proud of is the fact that folks call you a visionary. But when you hire John Lee to be your mayor, you're hiring him to tell you where you're going to be 10 years from now. And so I've, I've got a, a city council that works very closely with me on all this. We, we, we seem to be moving as a team continually in the right directions. Um, we're always looking to, to make sure we are moving in the right directions. We don't just jump on every deal, but we look at every single deal that comes our way. And uh, we think the economy of the country is actually moving in, in a position that's going to bless us over here. So I think America's on the right track. I think that we're prepared, and I think that this, the southern part of the United States is going to just flourish in the next 10 years, and we're going to be a part of it. Well, I know some of the biggest minds in the United States agree with that. For example, both the Brookings Institution and the Pew Research Center recognize North Las Vegas as a model city. There's no question, and I think I read a quote from you uh, where you said that there's always going to be the Strip, there's always going to be Fremont Street, and those are wonderful things, but this really you know, where you were talking about before where uh, a city's financial woes can take down an entire region, this type of advancement is going to do nothing but help Las Vegas continue to grow, continue to become that special place where people are going to want to live and so forth. It's really a wonderful thing, even for all those guys that are concerned about gambling and entertainment and such, too. You know, that's an interesting point. We have, if you were going to bring a business here, this is the most exciting place in the United States to do it. We have all the hotel accommodations, all the great restaurants. We have everything in Southern Nevada that any community. We have parks, we have mountains, we have deserts, we have every kind of environment you have. I I go a lot of places in the world, and I'm very happy when I'm there. I think they're all beautiful, but there's a heartbeat in Southern Nevada that is completely different than anywhere else in the world. And I've at times thought about moving other places, but it would be like going to sleep at 8 o'clock at night. I'm just not geared for that. And people who move here, the intelligence moves here, love the speed we travel at. And uh, I would encourage anyone who has a business who wants to see some things happen quickly. I've only got two, two speeds, Steve, fast and faster. If you want to come here to North Las Vegas, we are putting out building permits as fast as anyone in this country. Of course, we're not demonstrating any lack of safety for life safety and all those kind of things. But we can move, we, we built our system now to be pro-development, and we have got great directors that are all on board with this thing. And, uh, you know, you wait too long, you might miss it, but I'm telling you right now, this is the, the opportunities are never lost. Somebody else gets them. I'd let your listeners know they should be paying attention to us in North Las Vegas. Well, Mayor, let's tell them then, how do they get a hold of people there? If they are thinking about maybe starting a business or moving a business, that kind of thing, how do they get a hold of uh, your team? Uh, online, our website, our economic redevelopment team, it's all on the website. Um, if people need special appointments with me and I know they're coming into town, I clear my schedule. 
Um, we, we will do anything to help a company achieve its goals, to help its employees live a quality life they want to live, and they want to, uh, you know, see their company profit, you know. If, they, if they're interested at the city of North Las Vegas, Com. There's all kind of ways to figure us out, but knowing where we're at and having the mayor and the council and city manager sit down with you and help you and concierge you through the system, that's what we're all about. Well, Mayor, your optimism is quite obvious. Uh, best of luck to you in North Las Vegas, and people, don't be afraid to go there anymore. It's really a fantastic place, <laughs> and it's real close. Thanks for being with us, Mayor. Really appreciate it. And we thank you for all you do for, for your listeners and for North Las Vegas and Las Vegas as a whole. It's a great, great thing that you do, and we appreciate you. Let's switch directions now and take a look at a combination sports event and music festival that's become a Vegas tradition. Well, if you're like me, you love music that goes back to the days of the Ramones and the Clash and so forth. They called it punk rock, which still lives on. And there's an incredible festival coming to Vegas. If you like this kind of thing, you're going to love it. It's a three-day festival. It's been going on for a while. We're going to talk to the promoter and one of the co-owners of this, Mark Stern. Mark, welcome to the show. Tell us a little about punk rock bowling and music festival, which I think is really cool. Oh, thanks for having me, Stephen. Um... I'll tell you, this is our 19th year now. Um, it started It started actually as a, a party for independent uh, music companies, independent labels, bands, uh, college radio, fanzines. And, you know, we just decided to put this party together in Vegas. Back with more in a moment. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Visit us at VegasNeverSleeps.com. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You may not realize it, but there's a source of renewable energy right in your neighborhood, and you're helping to power it. Today, waste management is using the resources at our disposal to create energy from waste. Enough green energy to power over one million homes. It's an idea we're proud to drive forward. From everyday collection to environmental protection. Think green. Think waste management. Forgotten Heroes, the independent film that Hollywood refused to distribute. They were asked to risk their lives in order to save their enemy. The producers of Forgotten Heroes are donating 25% of all sales to the American Veterans Disabled for Life Memorial Fund. We need someone to go in there and bring them out. From first-time director Jack Marino, the home run for America's Vietnam veterans. They are Forgotten Heroes. Buy the DVD now at ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. That's ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are your prescription costs too high? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. 
The free RX Cut prescription discount card allows you to get significant discounts on either brand name or generic prescription medications, and it also works on meds with high copays. There are no fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Again, to get your free discount cards, visit rxcutdiscounts.com. You may get the free discount card either by U.S. mail, email, text, or simply print out the discount card online. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach, am I a career coach, am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. You may be hearing about people having trouble making mortgage payments and risking losing their homes. Many of them just aren't aware of the options that can prevent foreclosure. There are many options available to homeowners, such as repayment and forbearance plans, loan modifications, and even refinancing. Where does someone go for help? They should talk directly with their lender or a qualified HUD-approved counseling agency. Both can provide helpful information without charging a fee. According to PMI Mortgage Insurance Company, it's not a good idea to pay for services that you can get for free from a lender or a qualified nonprofit counseling agency. To learn more, visit homesafepmi.com or call HUD at 1-800-569-4287 for a counseling agency near you. That's 1-800-569-4287. This message is brought to you by PMI, supporting sustainable home ownership that strengthens communities. Back for more Vegas Never Sleeps. Once again, here's Stephen Maggi. You are listening to the promoter and co-owner of the Punk Rock Bowling Festival, Mark Stern. Mark was just telling us how the festival got started. We did the first year at the Gold Coast, and it was about half full. And then by the second year, we had a waiting list for bowling. Um, You know, we would just throw a a show the first night, and then we'd do the whole weekend. We'd be a bowling tournament and then have a big awards party with some bands playing. And then it's just grown. You know, every year it just it just kept growing, and, and now we do four bowling centers, uh, a thousand bowlers. Um, we moved to downtown and turned it into a full blown festival. That was so we're seven years downtown now. This is our seventh year. Well, it's a good fit for downtown. It strikes me as a real good fit. And, and you're, you know, when people hear it, this is not talking about the PBA or anything. This is just a lot of people having a lot of fun, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Anybody could bowl. But you know, and it's and it's and it's serious too. We have we have handicaps. There's big cash prizes over ten thousand dollars in in uh, prizes, and 
Yeah, we get to, you know, anyone can go to the site and sign up, just fill out the form and... Well, I know everybody's excited about it. I mean, I have uh, a lot of contacts downtown, and they all enjoy this time. They, you know, it's a fun group that comes. If people think it's a freak show, it's not. It's just a lot of fun with a lot of groups. Now, let's talk about this music festival, Mark, because you really have some of the greats in the world of punk rock, which some people might be surprised. It's still out there and producing some really great music. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We try and, you know, we we get a lot of bands, uh, older punk bands that haven't been around or bands that don't tour a lot. Uh, so it's a little more exclusive, um, sometimes reunion shows. And then we also mix it up with a lot of new bands. I try and, uh, you know, put a lot of local Vegas bands on as well. Um, you know, up and coming bands and we mix it up so that the older, you know, the older crowd gets to see you know, some of these young bands that are coming up and, uh, you know, and these young kids get to see these older bands that they probably might ne- never get a chance to see. Yeah. I mean, this year, you know, this year we've got Iggy Pop. Wow. Which is, yeah. You know, he's he's the godfather of, of punk rock, and uh, <laughs> he created it, you know, so we're really excited about having Iggy, and, you know, we've got this band Coxbar from England, who they've been around since the 70s, and wow. this will be their third time out um, in, in the last eight years, yeah. Well, you know what's cool about it? You know, the, the word punk gets people to think of, like, you know, back in the old Johnny Rotten days. But, you know, I mean, talking about Iggy Pop, I mean, it's part of the culture right now. I mean, anybody that's seen those, uh, they use them for great commercials that they have for uh, cruise ships down in Florida. I mean, it's it's really, his music has got accepted not only in that world, but it's kind of gone into the mainstream as well, as a lot of this music has. Oh, yeah. I mean, he actually just, he was just nominated for a Grammy and the Golden Globe. Which is amazing. I mean, finally, in, in just talking to him, I mean, this is the, the you know, he's finally getting recognized after all these years. You know? well, that's great. And it's yeah, great you'll for hear, you. Yeah, you'll hear Lust for Life and all his, you know, all his songs now and from a lot of different things. Train Spotting had that, you know, some great movies use his music. Yeah, well, this is so, really yeah. exciting, you know, and, and, and the location down there is great because, you know, again, kind of your official hotel, as they see it, is the Golden Nugget, which is uh, one of the absolute best downtown, and uh, you've got a deal that if they go on to you, we'll tell people where to find your website and stuff. But uh, you can get a deal on rooms with there from there, and it's right outside there. So if you're anywhere downtown, you're a very short walk from all the festivities that are going to be going on. Oh yeah, and you know anywhere downtown, you can walk to you know, not only the festival after the, when the festival's over, we have club shows in all the downtown venues, so those go. 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. So, you know, the festival's all day, ends at 11, and then you can walk from there, go to any club, go to the hotel. You know, we have a, a lot of things uh, in the works. You know, we do an art exhibit now at the Nugget um, to kick things off. Um, How did this get which, started, Mark? I mean, because it's obviously, you know, coming back that many years, and Vegas is one of those places where if it doesn't work, that's it. So obviously this thing continues to grow and grow. How, you know, what, where did the idea come from? And just, is it something that you're always looking to expand and make things different or what? Um, yeah. I mean, the idea came, like I was saying was originally was just a bowling tournament right, for, right. Um, you know, as a fun thing. And then it, it just, you know, it just turned into this, uh, it was kind of almost like a private party. You know, we didn't really advertise it, you know, now that, now we advertise it, and we keep the festival at a manageable level. And people always ask, you know, you want, you know, you want it to get bigger and expand. And, and honestly, we don't. We want to, 
<laughs> you know, we just wanted to sell out faster. You know, it usually sells out every year. And, um, you know, you just get your tickets earlier, you know, as opposed to going bigger, you know, where you can't see the band on stage and you kind of lose the intimacy. You know, we want it to be a festival, but we want it to still have that intimacy, which is why we do the, the late-night club shows as well. Yeah, that's you a know, real we, good opportunity for people, right? Because those are, you know, unlike the, the big stage outside, which can have several thousand, you're talking about, you, you can see some really great acts with really a, kind of you know, one of those real great intimate small clubs that, you know, you, you otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to see. Oh, yeah, and that's, you know, that's what we, we strive to do, you know, these really special shows. with the really, and, and different than other festivals is that with the club shows, they're all ticketed uh, separately. So if you buy a ticket, you know, some a lot of festivals, you have a pass, and you can go to all these different shows. But when it's the hot show, you can't get in because everybody wants to go in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and you're in line, so... You know, our feeling is we have a reasonably priced ticket. You buy the ticket, you're into that show. You know, we've had, you know, we've had some great, uh, you know, special guests. I mean, a couple of years ago, we had many, many boss tones out. You know, with do, doing stuff like their very first record, you know, in its entirety. Or, you know, Frank Turner was out, um, you know, playing. We had the Scatolites, you know, old ska band. You know, we've done some secret shows where we'll just get some really big artists and put them at the beauty bar and have, you know. 300 people get to see the show. And how great, how great. You know, and people don't realize, uh, you know, punk rock is a big part of the history of rock and roll and so forth. And in this niche, this is really considered one of the major events uh, internationally, really, right? I mean, it's one of those things that the the folks that are playing this kind of music want to be a part of. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a community. I mean, that's how how punk rock always started as. And and, and I... I, I started as a kid, I got into it, and there was probably 100 punks in Los Angeles. We'll have more next week with Mark Stern. The Punk Rock Bowling Festival will take place from May 26th through the 29th in downtown Las Vegas. Simply visit punkrockbowling.com for more information. Coming up next, a visit with our Vegas insider and a trip to the Casino Legends Hall of Fame. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. From the famous to the fascinating, in a climate as fun, fast, and flashy as Las Vegas, this is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach. You know, a lot of people may think this is all a bunch of psychobabble and that kind of thing, but in reality, this is stuff that on the surface may seem like we're going to explore our background, but actually we're just getting really in touch with ourselves to see how we can be more successful. Is that what you try to do with people? It is. So I'm not so interested in what's happened in the past. What I'm looking for is where people are now, where they want to be, and coaching always takes place in the gap. So what are the things, where are the places where they're getting stopped that's in that gap? And then when we move through those, they end up having what they want, whatever their goal is for themselves. Okay, we're all excited about it now. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure, you can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you can also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Dear Daddy, Dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. I'm proud to call you my father. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of our fallen military. Heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. Hi everybody, I'm Tony Orlando. 
Did you know that more than 8,500 children have lost a parent in military service since 9-11? Our soldiers died fighting for our freedom, and their children, they continue to suffer the loss. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit charity that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. Their year-long efforts culminate in a special week of fun, friendship, and hope. We can never fully express the gratitude for the ultimate sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Please, will you join me? Donate now at SnowballExpress.org. Forgotten Heroes, the independent film that Hollywood refused to distribute. They were asked to risk their lives in order to save their enemy. The producers of Forgotten Heroes are donating 25% of all sales to the American Veterans Disabled for Life Memorial Fund. We need someone to go in there and bring them out. From first-time director Jack Marino, the home run for America's Vietnam veteran. They are Forgotten Heroes. Buy the DVD now at ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. That's ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. Hi, I'm Jet Williams. Even though I never knew my father, Hank Williams, his legacy taught me the meaning of lending a helping hand. That's why I support the Orphan Foundation of America. OFA is committed to providing education, mentoring, and a workplace readiness for thousands of teens aging out of the foster care system. With the help of OFA's support programs, these young people can go to college and trade school, graduate, and make the leap from foster care to success. To learn how you can help, visit Orphan.org. Time for more Vegas Never Sleeps. Again, here's your host, Stephen Maggi. Let's get the inside word from our own Vegas insider, VitalVegas.com's own Scott Robin. I've noticed in this town the DJs, and, you know, again, this is not my generation, but these DJs that spin records, these are the most popular guys in town. Has that become kind of a phenomenon around here? It has. We're, I think we're at the end of that era, to be true, truthful. Uh, they, that market spiked, and they were making an unbelievable amount of money. It, it was a phenomenon based on that they could pull bodies they could pull the money. So these DJs had a following. They still do. Many of them are celebrities in their own right. If it's announced that they are performing at a nightclub, the place will be packed, and these nightclubs will make a fortune. So you don't pay people for nothing. You pay them for making more money. So a lot of these recognizable DJs, they have been a stable a staple. What do you call that? What do the kids call it? Yeah, it's a, they've been a stable staple of the nightclub scene for some time but i think we're hitting a, a point where uh and win was really the first one to say we're done we're done paying somebody a half a million dollars for a few hours of pushing a button on a machine that plays music so they're actually doing counter programming they're they're saying we're not going to have a celebrity dj we're going to create an environment you want to be in anyway but we're taking the emphasis off of celebrity DJs. So I think a lot of people uh, would agree that this is kind of the, another changing of the guard. They're still very popular DJs. They still bring in crowds, but I don't think nightclubs are going to be as reliant on that anymore. 
go back in time now to the Casino Legends Hall of Fame and talk to its curator, Steve Cutler. Gamblers. Now, you know, obviously gambling is the first thing most people think of when they think of Las Vegas. So there's obviously some great characters, and you talk about them. I just want to talk about a couple of them. One is Doyle, Texas Dolly Brunson. Tell us about uh, Doyle. Well, Doyle is probably one of the greatest poker players of all time. Uh, probably gets more respect than uh, probably just about any other poker player out there. Uh, World Series of Poker winner, uh, just a, a part of uh, the Las Vegas gaming fabric. And that particular category, uh, so far the only people that are in that category are World Series of Poker winners. And he was actually one of the first to get inducted along with uh, Amarillo Slim and uh, Puggy Pearson. Well, thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you again next weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. We'll see you next week for more excitement and energy from the desert. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Don't be stupid with your skin. It's the only skin you're in. Know what's good and bad to do. Find the right and wrong for you. It's time you learn what it's about. Cause indoor tanning is out UV lamps from a tanning bed They can turn your skin beet red Wrinkles come from the UV light And eight spots make you go frightful sight With UV light, it gets worse Skin cancer is a wicked curse Don't be the one that's tan and dead Use your brain, use your head, it's time you learn what it's about. Cause indoor tanning is out. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology.